And we're back with another episode of uh, Beyond the Streams. And uh, the kitty wanted to come up here and say hello. Hello, kitty. You see the little face over here. Hello, cat. What did you name this cat? Boots. Oh, yes, Boots. Hello, Boots. And then, of boots course, is a boy, like, isn't it? Oh, hello, dog. <laughs> got Bella and Boots. And they get He's along a- for the most part? Yeah, they always they get along just fine. Like they Some, sleep together, they well, I should say they nap together and sleep together. <laughs> um, but uh, no, they get good. One of them chases the other one. The other one chases the other one, and that's the ever growing circle of life here, I guess. Circle of life. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they, they they do good. They do very well. Um, there it goes. So. Before we begin today's episode, make sure you guys do check the description below. We got a VPN, so that way you guys can protect yourself before you wreck yourself. And like I always say, you don't want to have babies all over the world, so make sure you do get that VPN. Wrap it up. (laughs) And yeah, what do you got? Buzz TV, buzztvglobal.com. You want to make sure that you get buzzed. Buzztvglobal.com. They got something for everybody. Um, it's crazy. They're always in research and development. They put a lot of money into research and development. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff that is still coming. Yeah, you heard me. There's some more stuff that's still coming. Do you know about that? No. Yeah, there's some more stuff that's still coming. You don't talk to me no more. Well, I mean, you talk to Buzz too. I mean, it's not just me. They don't talk to me enough anymore. Oh, you know, it's us in Canada. We put our walls up, you know? <laughs> Yeah, there's still there's still some stuff coming. I mean, there's always stuff coming. You know, there's always stuff coming. But they have some. uh, They always like to come up with stuff all the time. (laughs) All the time, all the time, all the time. But yeah, make sure you check out BuzzTVGlobal.com. Absolutely. Uh, So I was asking you if you had an American Express. You said no, and I said, "Is it popular in the states to have an American Express?" And you said yes. So apparently right now, I mean, like as of recording this video, some holders of American Express are starting to get offers that they are going to pay half of their Disney Plus bundle. Hmm. So um, half. Yeah, half. So you'd get a seven dollar monthly statement credit after you use it to enroll into the $13.99 or more subscription to the bundle. Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. So anybody out there who's got American Express, uh, check out your offers. I'm not really sure what they'd be, but I'm sure if you log into the app or to the website, you'll see something if it's available to you. Yeah, that's interesting. Does I wonder if Verizon still has the, you get it free. With the unlimited plan. We talk about this stuff all the time. There's so many ways to cut that cable cord with paid subscriptions and get other people to pay it for you. So American Express, if you have the card, you get 50% off. 50% off, which ain't bad. Yo, you know what that means? 
that means you just pay for Disney Plus and the rest of the bundles for free. Because what Disney Plus is six, seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You get what Hulu, ESPN for free. That works. That's Can't pretty nice. That. Yeah. So I was just a shout out for all you guys with American Express to go check it out. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have one, and neither does Ropos. But maybe one of you guys do, and it can save you some Monday throughout the year. Some money. Um, speaking about saving money. <laughs> Here we go. I think I was the first one to break this in the streaming community. Now I don't usually like Rojas says I'm not a YouTube creator. I don't make videos, but I do share a lot of stuff in Telegram. And yesterday, I think I was the first person to really share this information. But Netflix and Microsoft are starting to work together. Hmm. Do you know with what? Netflix and Microsoft? Uh-huh. What are they going to do? Originals? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. New, new originals? So Netflix enlists Microsoft to enable their ad-supported tier. Microsoft's going to be handling their ad-supported tier. Huh. Like building that infrastructure out and that stuff like that. So it says Netflix said it will work with Microsoft as a global advertising technology partner as the company rolls out an advertising supported version of its industry leading streaming service. Microsoft has the proven ability to support all of our advertising needs as we work together to build a new ad supported offering. That was the chief, the big chief of Netflix, the uh, operating officer. The chief product officer, Greg Peters, also said, more importantly, Microsoft offers the flexibility to innovate over time on both technology and sales, as well as a strong privacy protection for our members. That's a big name to bring on. I mean, the only one bigger than Microsoft is Google when it comes to the like the ad game, I would say. I'm just thinking because Microsoft, obviously, with whole Xbox and all that stuff, like they know how to advertise certain things and do it in a certain way. Um, Microsoft likes Internet Explorer as their defaulted search engine, which competes against Google, but it's not really much of a competition. Um, or in, and now it's not even called Internet Explorer. Now they're using like Edge? Edge, I think, yeah. Um, which brings me to a question. What happened with the Roku deal? Netflix and Roku? Because I thought I thought Netflix was trying to get in with Roku so that way they could jump on their ad supported platform. That would have been cool, but I don't I don't I haven't heard anything about it. Me neither. I haven't heard anything. So that'd be interesting to see if um so okay. This will be interesting now to see if now that Microsoft and, and Netflix are working together, because a lot of people do have computers. A lot of people do have PCs. Um, some do have the iMacs or iBooks or I whatever the hell. So kind of interested if Microsoft will be like, hey, if you get a computer, or if you purchase a computer if you, or if you purchase the windows 10 11 12 15 30 whatever it is you get netflix for a month you know how they throw in my, what is it mcafee mcafee yeah they, they throw it for free for 30 days i wonder if they'll do that too with netflix huh. it's an interesting concept also 
what if the Xbox, what is it called? The, the ultimate bundle, the game pass will start to include Netflix as well. Microsoft actually, you know what? That will be good because Xbox is. So, you know, you already know I'm, I'm, I'm always like PlayStation's better than Xbox and I'm, I'm doing my research on numbers and, and all that shit that everyone, and people will argue with me till they're blue in their face. It's a fact. PlayStation four beat the crap out of Xbox. PlayStation five has been destroying the Xbox. It's not even fair. Like what's it's not even fair. It's like, it's like grabbing Muhammad Ali in his prime and putting up him against like a junior high kid in the ring together and be like, okay, let's see who wins. <laughs> like right now what PS five is doing at Xbox is not even fair. It's, and it, and it, it, it doesn't have to mean like, Oh, he's a Sony pony fan. What? Like, no, look at numbers, look at stats. It's, it's, it's sickening what PlayStation's doing right now to Xbox. And I actually kind of hate it because when competition goes away or when competition is not as fearsome, then people start letting go of the reins a little bit. You know what I mean? And I think, I think if that were to happen where Xbox is like, Hey, you know what? Our game pass now is going to include Netflix. You get Netflix for free included in that. Dude, that'll be killer. Cause game pass ain't cheap, but I mean, right. it offers a lot of stuff. And it, and it does offer a lot of stuff. PlayStation's kind of tore a page of Xbox's Game Pass, and they have their own version of it. Um, they're kind of, you know, PlayStation had their whole PlayStation Now, and, and like you could stream some games and stuff like that, and, and they kind of took it, as you say, the next level. Um, and they put it into tiers, which we did cover recently, and, and I went to check it out, and I'm just like, dude... I, my neighbor, he's a big, he's a big Xbox guy, and he saw my my PlayStation thing, and he was just like, he's like, dude, he's like, I want a fucking PS5 because this thing is, he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I'm an Xbox guy, but this is is much better, and it'll be interesting to see if PlayStation makes a deal with somebody, Roku anybody and says <laughs> hey cool they have netflix for free over there when you get your bundle pass you get whatever for free on this side when, when you get our bundle pass you know what i mean yeah so it says at launch consumers will have more options to access netflix's award-winning content the microsoft president of web experiences mikhail said marketers looking to Microsoft for their advertising needs will have access to the Netflix audience and premium connected TV inventory. All ads served on Netflix will be exclusively available through Microsoft's platform. Um, it's announced uh, announcement also endorses Microsoft's approach to privacy, which is built on protecting cons customers information. Hmm. So they're saying that the estimation that Netflix could generate ad revenues of 889 million in 2023 and 1.975 billion in 2024 
and 2.9 billion in 2025 off ad revenue. Yeah. This Netflix deal with Microsoft and the supported ads bundle, whatever it is, this could be, this could be big. I like it. Ad free standard. Okay. So I like it. They're saying they could, I don't know, man. Now this, this is like, still, they're saying that it could charge $10 a month. Well, could charge. Could. It, it, right now, it's still speculation. Yeah. I doubt they're going to be able to get away with that. I doubt it. They're going to be get, to get away with a $9.99 with ads. Period. Because how much did you say with, with the ads they could possibly make? 800000 or whatever? $890 million pretty much in the first year. $890 million. A year? Uh, yeah, in the first year, and then the next year it doubles, and the next year that doubles and doubles, yeah. doubles, doubles, doubles. I don't, I don't see a ten dollar deal thing, ten dollars with ads deal. Like if they're smart, they'll do like a four ninety nine or maybe six ninety nine with four K. Like give me, give me that, give me that HD or Ultra HD. Give me, give me the good stuff. If they're gonna make that much money and recover that much money. They're gonna get a, they're gonna get new subscribers. They're gonna get a lot of new subscribers if they do that ad supported deal, and if they go cheaper. I could almost I could almost tell you if they went that four ninety nine deal, everybody who shares a Netflix account or who is borrowing a Netflix account or however you want to call it will probably get their own thing at that point because it's kind of like it's like hey it's it's this cheap might as well now they uh they're also trying to decide says the uh they first need to decide what is the ad format are they going to offer 30 second uh spots or 15 second spots uh, what are the rules going to be on the ad loads he said uh they're going to be so good uh to be oh my god they're going to be so good at that because of their product lead consumer driven company. And they're going to be focused on the consumer experience. So what they're trying to say is they're going to decide based on the consumer experience, which ad format they're going to go with. Now, if they're going to, if they're going to base on the consumer experience, then I would say it would be 15 second over 30 second. Cause what consumer wants to watch more, you know what I mean? I think Hulu, the longest ads that they do is a minute and a half. It's three ads, minute and a half. Roku, I'm not too sure. I could see Netflix doing. I guess actually I could see Netflix doing the same thing. Minute and a half. Whatever Hulu's doing, minute and a half. Here's three ads. Which again, I'm I'm okay with a minute. Like like people need to remember. When you had TV and you had commercials. It wasn't a minute and a half of commercials. It would be anywhere from five minutes to close to eight minutes on commercials. And the worst part about it was, I don't know if you ever experienced this when you were younger, but remember watching a show and it goes to commercials and it goes for like five minutes. The show comes back on for like maybe a minute and then it goes right back to commercials. 
It's like, dude, like what? I just watched a freaking five minute commercial. Why the hell am I back in a commercial after watching like a minute, minute and a half worth of my TV show? And then they'll give you another like two minutes or three minutes of the commercial. It almost like teases you, you know, like, hey, we can't make these commercials too long. So let us give you like the next, I call them scenes, you know, like, 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 like whatever TV show they're giving you. They'll give you the, the next little scene and then back to commercial. And then back to the show. And they, you know what? They actually typically do that. At, remember, they do that at the very end, too, where it's almost over. Fuck yeah. yeah, it's like, damn it. <laughs> so I think it's even if it is nine ninety nine, I do have to, you know, say, you know, whatever, because in a time when all the pricing for everything is going up, they are working on a way to make it cheaper for people to still watch their content. So. Yeah, it's going to be advertisements. Yeah, you're going to have to pay for it. But, you know, you could pay the 10 bucks or you can pay the 20. What do you want to do? You know what I mean? 15, 20, whatever the hell it is. So And see, when, when you look at it like that, when it's like, hey, this is this is $20 to begin with. We're going to give you we're going to give you everything that you get at the $20 range at $10, 50% off with ad supported. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, but it's I mean, still it's still ten bucks though. It's like, dude, it's but everything's still- going up. Like, what can you get for ten dollars these days anymore? Like, I mean, Disney, Hulu, ESPN, in a bundle, <laughs> <laughs> and and fifty percent off. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't know. For me, for me, and you know, and and I get it. They're gonna say like, you know what, you're you're gonna get four K with four connections at your home or whatever it is. At half the price, at nine ninety nine instead of twenty dollars, for me, even even that night, I don't like that nine ninety nine because it's just like, ooh, okay, one penny away. I'm at ten bucks. What they need to do is they need to do if they want to be greedy, go down to like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, where it's just like it's not going to be a a penny off, ten bucks. It's going to be like a whole dollar off, like. Like eight ninety nine, eight eight ninety nine is almost like, like a sour patch gummy, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, like I don't know, it's kind of sour. The deal is a little sour, and then at the same time, you're just like, well, it's not twenty bucks, so it's kind of a sweet deal, you know what I mean? Like the lesser of two evils, is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Yeah, it's like okay. sweet. It's a sweet and sour deal, you know? It's like sweet and sour deal. It's like it's like it's like eight 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 ninety nine. Well. I guess it's not 20 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I see. I see. So, so I don't know. The uh, The next thing I have here is about YouTube. Freaking YouTube. What do you know about YouTube TV? It's expensive and they don't have enough. Well, according <laughs> to them, according to them, they have 5 million subscribers now. I believe it. So they say they now have 5 million subscribers making it the biggest. We're super big. We're large. Making it the biggest virtual multi-channel video programming distributor. I'm assuming they mean in the States. Uh, They say when they launched YouTube TV five years ago, we wanted to make watching TV even more enjoyable Featuring a modern product experience without all the commitments, equipment fees, and hassle. Wall Street research company, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
subscribers altogether first quarters. Are they the only ones that could DVR? I like, think so. Like a good cloud-based DVR, right? I th yeah, maybe that's why they're calling themselves the biggest because they're they're the only ones that could DVR. Because I don't think Sling has anything like that, or maybe Sling. I don't know. So they're saying that Disney reported that Hulu Plus Live TV has 4.1 million subscribers at the end of the first quarter, down from 4.3 million in quarter four, but up from 3.8 million a year ago. Uh, Dish said that Sling has 2.25 million subscribers in Q1, down from 2.49 million subscribers uh, from the fourth quarter. And uh, it had 2.37 in Q1 of 2021. So, I mean, the race is pretty damn close when it comes to the the live TV game. It's pretty freaking close. Like you're, you're looking at a couple hundred thousand subscribers here or there, and you're 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 the champ. Yeah, I think that I think I want to say that's what it is. And I don't think YouTube has more channels than Sling. I don't know about Hulu. I haven't seen the Hulu live yet. Yeah, I haven't seen Hulu live. And somebody told me that Hulu Stars, which is the Fox stuff, is supposed to be in Hulu, but I haven't seen that. I I've seen some of the stuff in Disney, but I don't see a category for just Fox Studios. What? It said the... <laughs> the original name for YouTube TV was supposed to be YouTube Air. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they want it to be like Mike, yo. They want it to be like Mike. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that we're going to start to see some very interesting deals, right? So there's a lot of stuff that one platform or another only owns the licensing to certain sporting events or certain things like that. And I think that because of the 5 million subscribers that pretty much all these services have between four to five or three to five, they're starting to pick up a little bit more volume. So now it could get interesting where, which place do you have to go to get your certain content? Uh, this says that five years of pricey Super Bowl and NBA final commercial wins the MVP market for Google and YouTube TV. After spending more than any of its competitors on marketing, YouTube TV has 5 million customers and is the fifth largest pay TV operator in the U.S. Fifth largest pay TV operator. So that they're including like Comcast and like all that stuff in there. Is that Sounds what they're doing? Like it. Sounds like it. That's interesting. I wonder how much they have. Like they would have probably hun like hundreds of millions. Would that make sense? Sounds like it. No, I, don't I think know. YouTube. I don't hear anything about YouTube originals anymore. Oh, like the YouTube red shit. Yeah. Like the only thing I hear about YouTube red, which I know they still have YouTube red. I think it's the stupidest thing now where you could skip or, or you or it won't give you ads anymore. Like if you want to watch my channel, next levels channel, or if you're watching us here beyond the streams, it doesn't give you ads anymore. It's like ad support. Like, you know, it, it, get, it gets rid of ads when you're watching YouTube stuff, which I think is stupid. 
it's like cool here's a premium so you could skip an ad even though you could hit the skip button anyway um but i honestly like to me it, it's just it, it's very dumb what youtube did it's like hey let's get rid of cobra kai and it was just like dude people were buying subscriptions for cobra kai like like i remember we talked about this and youtube had a spike within subscription based off of that to get it like they had they had one um called expedition everest that they they got some youtubers they got some uh celebrities like former like mma fighters and they all went to 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 hike this mountain i think it was called expedition everest or expedition or something like that and Dude, I was like, hey, YouTube's doing some cool stuff here, getting some original stuff going. And I and see, I think I think that's what I think that's where YouTube is missing the ball. Like they should have been taking their originals more serious to add it with their live TV bundle thing. Because if they're doing really good on on live TV, they probably would be doing so much better if they would have kept some of these originals going. Like, like, honestly, how cool would it be? How cool would it be? I know you watch like everything awesome. You and me watch both of them watch, you know, but how cool would it be if we saw like everything awesome? The the guy who if you guys who don't know who that is, he he, he checks out like Marvel Avengers or Batman. Like he checks out movie stuff and then he reviews it, talks about it and everything. But let's just say he gets that and then um they invite him, they invite, I don't know, PewDiePie, they invite Free Tech, they invite uh, Lou Later. Like, they just invite, like, different people from different genres, different YouTubers. They put them all together. Some people will probably not know who Free Tech is. Like, if you invite um, um, Lou Later, he's got millions of subscribers. that They're going to be like, dude, this is awesome. Lou Later is here doing this show and they're probably going to say like hey who's this everything awesome guy everything awesome has hundreds of thousands of subscribers i don't think he's at a million he might be close to it though um and then you have somebody like you know get somebody smaller get somebody like free tech in there that has like about three hundred thousand. like i say smaller but he's he's a big youtuber um but now people start they start finding new people like this you know what i mean like Rhett and Link, you know, the guys from ERB, like, like there's so many things that they can do to get together and say, let's make a TV show and like a reality show and or like a, an amazing race type of show or like a pop quiz show or something where they get people together, do shit like this. And I dude, honestly, it's like, dude, these content creators are here already. Do something with them, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's my rant. That's my rant. (laughs) So it says, after launching the virtual pay TV service, YouTube TV, in May 2017, Google signed a multi-year deal with Disney to become the premier sponsor of the media company's live NBA broadcasts as an agreement that included packaging ABC's coverage of the Pro Hoops League signature events as the NBA Finals presented by YouTube TV. Specific monetary fee, uh, figures were never announced, but it could have couldn't have been cheap for Google, according to Ad Week TV commercials. Time 
during game one of the 2018 NBA Finals, the first year of YouTube TV sponsor deal ran between 690,000 and 830,000, depending on placements. So it says that we couldn't find a credible updated figure for the recently completed 2022 NBA Finals, but uh, YouTube TV definitely played a lot of minutes during this year's playoffs. Mm -mm -mm. Given our concerns about the economics and underlining virtual MVP models, MVPD, MVPD, multi what does it mean? Um, I need to figure out what MV because they keep saying this in the article. MVPD. I don't know. Most valuable player digital MVPD. MVPD. See if you can find what that means. Uh, it is hard to argue that this was a great use of capital on the unique merits of the T YouTube TV offering. Uh, if Google only watched to be the VMVPD biz. I doubt it would have made sense economically. YouTube TV's live sporting promotional Largesse Lar Lar hasn't been confined to the NBA, evidenced by its super big Super Bowl commercial in February. So it's it's stupid. Everybody wants to make an acronym for something. So it's the same thing of Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, Cox. is the same crap that they do. It stands for multi-channel video programming distributor, which means it's a layers of multiple television channels. <laughs> Stupid. Why? Like, Stupid. Th there's so many easier ways to say that shit. Just yeah. trying to confuse people. Yeah, exactly. Trying to make it sound like sound fancy, you know. Now, speaking about confusing people, NFL Sunday ticket. Apparently, Apple's been trying to own it. You know, you know what? I've actually heard several people that are trying to own NFL Sunday ticket. I keep hearing this, like, but it's always somebody new. So what the freak's Apple trying to do now? <laughs> so it says that they've been in talks for a while, apparently. I didn't even know. Um, it says that some people even thought that they already owned it. Um, they're saying that they won't make a final decision until the fall. Uh, it says that the NFL is negotiating with multiple streaming companies such as Apple, Amazon, Disney, ESPN, plus whatever, uh, that are interested in carrying the NFL Sunday ticket when DirecTV's current exclusive agreement uh, with the league expires after 2022. <laughs> you, so, made it, you make it sound like you've never heard. You never heard the <laughs> DirecTV one. <laughs> I don't know who DirecTV is. We have no DirecTV here. Oh, that's right, huh? No, DirecTV, <laughs> DirecTV has had it exclusively since like, fuck, I don't know, the 90s. Like it's right. been forever. Like, but that's that's crazy that their deal ends this year. And look at the look at the contenders. Like honestly, like you and I have talked about Apple TV. They got some good stuff on Apple TV. High quality shit. You imagine if Apple TV scores NFL Sunday ticket. They're going to be like the number one streaming platform out there after that. It'll be nuts. That'd be crazy. Think about that. That's insane. So it says um, uh, last April, a source told this person that Apple had secured the deal, but wants to keep that confidential for now. Uh, one source told him this weekend that the deal is actually done and is being kept quiet that uh, at Apple's request. 
I mean, that sounds like an Apple thing, yeah. but who knows? The deal doesn't doesn't it's not over until the end of the year. So anything can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. what happens? What happens if DirecTV is like, nah, F you guys, I'm resigning. <laughs> well, NFL has to agree with it, which still, it's true. still kind of weird. It's still kind of weird that the that that Sunday ticket exists when ESPN like doesn't ESPN pretty much own everything about NFL. Like anytime you want to hear about the NFL stuff, you hear about ESPN, you know? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just weird. I don't know that that I think this is not being talked enough about like DirecTV's contract for NFL is ending this year. Nobody's talking about this. Like no. that's going to cause ripples for the streaming community next year. But yep. one one company that wasn't mentioned was Netflix. Hmm. Right? So Netflix is not in the, a contender for NFL, which I'm kind of happy about. They have too many issues they're trying to deal with that taking on the NFL would would be too confusing and and they wouldn't know how to handle. I think they would fumble that deal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Let me introduce you to next level. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next couple things that we have here are really just some kind of fast paced things. Um, they're not really big, heavy articles, but uh, the Roku channel is beginning to roll out free local news channels. And a lot of people don't know, but you can get the Roku app on pretty much any TV device. Now you can get it on Fire TVs, Fire Sticks, um, whatever it is, you can get access to the Roku channel app. So you can start to get access to your live TV local channels, which is pretty cool. Uh, so it says that the lineup uh, that they're starting with is going to be NBC New York, NBC Los Angeles, NBC Chicago, NBC Philadelphia, Dallas, Washington, Connecticut, and South Florida. So, um, what, what, what channel was it? NBC? NBC, yeah. So it sounds like they have a deal with NBC. Yeah, it sounds like they have an, a deal with NBC local, and it covers 31 of the U.S. markets. Uh, there's a potential for expansion as well. So that should be interesting if you guys are looking for watching the news and we've seen the failure of CNN lately. But if you like NBC, then download that NBC app. Check it out. Uh, they Their live TV section in the app looks really, really good. It's got a nice um, a nice layout with EPG. A lot of people are like, I want EPG. What's EPG? Electronic program guide of your TV guide. So, uh, yeah, if you are in the mood for some NBC, make sure you check out the Roku channel. That's dope. Next one up is how do you pronounce it? Zumo X U M O Zumo Zumo yeah. Zumo adds two new exclusive channels to its free streaming lineup. So this is a legal free streaming app. Don't strike me. Don't come after me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. YouTube, back up. Get your own sandwich. Back up. You don't know me like that. <laughs> so it says they announced today a new deal with the MP Media distribution and licensing deal has launched two EW exclusive channels based on the popular TV shows and franchises, including the 60s nostalgic favorite family affair and reality show The Girls Next Door and its two spin off series. 
I've never heard of any of those shows. But if you have, then there you Girls go. Girls Next Door? That, that's a good one. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, currently features 40 single series channels that dove over... F- that drove over... I almost changed that whole sentence. That drove over 15% of total hours streamed in Q1 of 2022 alone. Uh, and represents an important fast-growing category on our service. Do, 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 do. Delivering more exclusive content with single-series channels like these helps us to continue uh, delighting and engaging millions of our viewers every day with both beloved and well-known TV shows that they can watch for free. Um, you know, listen, free shit is good. It sounds like it's 24-7 kind of stuff. Um, might as well go check it out if you like that stuff. It is free. You got nothing to lose, right? Zoom. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to check it out too. Yeah, and their app looks pretty clean from what I'm seeing. And you know, I, I'm noticing a trend with a lot of these apps, bro. They, like, they're doing like a dark theme, and I love dark themed apps. So looks clean, looks really clean, looks user-friendly. Check it out. Next one is an OG here too. You got Pluto TV. It's also introducing new categories and adds another Two new channels. I don't know what's up with these two new channels everyone's adding. But uh, yeah, two new channels. Pluto TV has gotten another upgrade, adding new category channels and programming. The free streaming service now has over 68 million monthly active users watching over 43,000 titles with new content being added every month, blah, 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 blah. We are always looking for ways to improve our programming offering and making it easier for the audience to find what they're looking for. Not only is this expansion driven by viewer habits, but we can also see the audience uh, and gain their feedback on suggested channels before they were made. Tell me what the hell the changes were. What are the channels? Oh, here we go. Uh, So the channels that they're adding is Let's Make a Deal uh, with Wayne Brady, uh, the updated version of the classic game show, 24-7 on the brand new Let's Make a Deal channel. So, I mean, that's a pretty popular show. That's a good 24-7 channel if you're looking for 24-7. The next one is the Judge Judy channel. Big up to Judge Judy. Uh, The jury has reached a verdict, and Judge Judy deserves a 24-7 channel. So there's a lot of people who love 24-7 channels, want to have them going in the background, and Pluto TV has a bunch that a lot of people probably don't even know about. So adding to that, check it out. Pluto TV, like I said, an OG in the game. I like that. That's cool. That's dope. And then uh, the last article I have here is just the, it's going to be really, really short. I'm actually probably just going to share my screen on this one and then we'll just go through it. So it says that these are, I think, five suggestions to help you from missing out on new episodes of your favorite shows and TV. Uh, so you can go and download these uh, applications to help you manage your tv shows and uh, movies so there's one called tv time and tv time is the world's largest tracking tool for tv and movies it's good for apple and android and the way that it works is what should i watch where can i watch it um how will i know when it comes back and which of my friends are caught up so it sounds like they built a social media group based around suggesting content, telling you where to find it, and telling you when it's airing next. So it's a way to track, discover, and get notified, and also compare with your other friends that have this application as well. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, apparently, it's got 23 billion episodes and movies that it's currently tracking um, on over 3,000 platforms. That's insane. Uh, 460K shows and movies alone. Hmm. Interesting it's, stuff. It's bigger than track or track it? Tracked? I don't know if it functions exactly the same way because I haven't heard of of TV time. I mean, the only yeah. reason we know about track is because of the integration and the open sourced API that some of the third party streaming apps use. Right. But there's right. a lot of other platforms that do what track does. They just don't make their API available for the third party streaming stuff. So it's a possibility. Sounds like this is a really good app. So, I mean, check it out. It's a suggestion. I've never used it. I've never used any of these apps on this list because I, if it's not out yet, I just wait until shit's come out. And most of the time I binge watch it unless it's something that I really, really want to watch. And if it is something I really want to watch, I know it comes on every Friday at whatever midnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but there's a lot of people that, you know, they want to know all of this stuff and they watch more than two shows than, that I do. So whatever. Next cool one is just watch. <laughs> I just watched. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. There's so it says. All of your streaming services in one app. Interesting. Get personal recommendations for movie and TV shows available on Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime Video, and more. Can I watch it in the app or does it just give me suggestions? What's new today? Your streaming guy. Get personal recommendations. Uh, one, one search to rule them all. I guess this just searches all of the apps and tells you where to find it as well. Pretty clean interface. You can create a watch list as well. Um, and you can also see what's popular within it. Uh, you can combine all your watch lists, get recommendations from all of your favorite streaming services in one place. So if you're looking for similar like shows, then it can give you a list and tell you where to find it. Hmm. So interesting stuff. Let's Just watch. It's interesting. Yeah, so check that one out. Again, this is available everywhere. I wonder if you can actually download this on uh, on uh, like the actual TV devices. Like if you could have this as a TV version on something like a NVIDIA Shield or a Fire TV device. Yeah. I wonder. Okay. And so those the are next... all the apps. Those are all the apps that you can use. Yeah, those are all the apps there. I think uh, if I went here. So Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime Video. Hey, you. Crave. You? <laughs> so Crave is Canadian, I think. Uh, Apple TV, uh, Google Play, Hoopla, Paramount. And it keeps going on and on. Like, look, it just keeps. Oh, oops. Aha. Interesting. Oh, it looks like it even has international market apps in here, too. Huh. It's pretty big. Interesting. Does it, does it have the K app in there? Oh, come on now. I don't know. Come on now. There's here's a K app. I don't know which K app it is, but it says K. There you <laughs> <There's> go. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So we have another one called Hobby H O B I. It says it's the number one app for discovering and tracking. Do they all claim that they're the number one? Eh? All of them. We are number one. I'm number one. Uh, nice clean interface from what it see, uh, shows here, though. Uh, again, continuing that dark theme like I was talking about. Uh, loaded with state-of-the-art, <laughs> oh my gosh, state-of-the-art recommendation technology, in, uh, intuitive episode tracker, 
and beautiful modern design developed with the vision to make TV lovers' lives more fun. So if you're looking for fun, then check out HOBI, Hobby, on the Android or the iPhone market. Um, I wish they would tell me more here, but this is pretty much all it says. Uh, a companion app for TV lovers, which find new shows you'll like using advanced artificial intelligent algorithms, tracks your favorite shows and notifies you about new releases, episodes and dates. Uh, you can discover new shows with revolutionary. I mean, they keep going on about their AI, 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 AI. Uh, keep track of your progress. Be the first to know about new release dates. Uh, view detailed information about any show. Get surprising insight about your TV habits. That's interesting. So their AI will actually analyze your TV habits and give you insights about it. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it would tell me. I'm kind of curious to see what it would tell me. Um, I'm a sci-fi nerd. I don't know what, it, like how, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit curious. Uh, count down to the return of your next favorite show, which is kind of cool. Like you can open it up and say you have 300 days left for, I don't know, the season four of the boys or something. Uh-huh. Here's some screenshots here. Um, the iPhone and the Android one looks very, very similar. And look, it does have that countdown there. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. So this app looks pretty clean. Uh, I would check it out just for that AI um, analyzing of my TV habits. So check out Hobby if you are looking for a new app as well. Uh, series Guide, I think I've heard of. Because I think there's some third-party apps that are actually integrated with Series Guide as well. Uh, helps you keep track of your favorite TV shows and movies. Uh, same kind of deal. You can find shows and movies. You can sync and share. And you can see that it also syncs up with Track as well. So a lot of people have a Track account. So you can check out Series Guide. You can sync, sync up Series Guide with Track. Um, you can track your progress. Uh, you can also... A bunch of looks like it's open source as well. So yeah, it's powered by the movie DB and it's powered by track. So yeah, check out the series guide. I do like track. I've used that for a long time and it's always really easy. It's always been really easy just to go there, add something and then it'll be in your library of stuff to watch or search or whatever. For sure. For sure. Now there's another one called sign track. Uh, you can discover, manage and track the best movies and TV shows. Uh, spend your time with movies and TV shows that matter the most. And uh, it's you can build a catalog of what you watch. You can find trending movies, most watched movies, box office movies. Um, never lose track of your TV shows and movies. You can manage the progress. Um, if you need help finding something of a certain category, like comedy, uh, there's a genre section in there as well that gives you curated list it says that it also helps you select the best movies from a wide variety of carefully prepared curated list and staff picks and you can take advantage of an easy to use gestures that helps you perform tasks in a more enjoyable way so i think this one it, it boasts that it has a very large cinema loving community which helps them curate their list as well so interesting stuff mm -hmm. so this one focuses more on the community while the last one hobby uh, really analyzes you and ai to 
come up with the lists and all that kind of good stuff. So is the community better or is Skynet better? Only time will tell. Yeah. Damn, Skynet. <clears throat> that kind of looks like uh, Social Blade. Yeah, in a way, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I suggest, you know, these apps are all free as far as I know. And uh, I suggest yeah, you guys right. try them all out. See which ones you like, which ones you don't like. I would be really curious to know, um, you know, which ones deserve the uninstall and which ones are going to stay on your phone. Uh, if you guys could drop that in the comment section down below, that would be really cool. And I think it would help a lot of people that are interested in the same kind of stuff, right? Again, a lot of the, the feedback that we get is from you guys, right? So you guys help us um, know what you're looking for, know what you want more of, know what helps you. And in turn, it helps us tell the people. The people. <laughs> so hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff that a lot of stuff that that's out there that's available to you guys, and we try to find all the the latest and greatest stuff for you guys, so that we guys don't have to do too much research. We'll do it for you guys. But um, leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Um, let us know. I'm really interested to know if you guys are interested in that Netflix thing that they're got going on with Microsoft. I really want to know if you guys will be interested in like what what price point would you pay for ad supported let us know in the comment section or the review section below so with that being said i uh, always appreciate you guys for coming always appreciate you guys for listening to our bs um and then stay tuned in the next episode because you never know who's going to be here or what type of bs we're going to be talking about so next what you got yeah you know thank you guys for listening to another episode of beyond the streams make sure wherever you're listening to us or watching us from you leave a comment or review so that other people like yourself can fiend the fiend fine fiend 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 the content that you enjoy <laughs> make sure you always check us out on the youtube channel beyond the streams and uh, make sure you have those notifications turned on you never know where the conversation's gonna go our live streams are every thursday somewhere between 1 to 4 p.m eastern standard time that's why you need your notifications turned on so you can be part of the community be part of the conversation and we'll see you guys on the next one peace